Welcome to Underscotted Podcast, brought to you by Maria Dornel, Realtor, helping families open the doors to their dream homes. Hello, Underscotted World. I'm your host, Corey Felton, and today I have a very special guest, a Hall of Fame coach, Pam Oswald from Kaiser University. How you doing, Ms. Oswald? I am doing great. How are you doing, Corey? I'm doing well. I can't complain at all. Well, that's that's great. I, I really appreciate you being able to have, have me on the show today. And Ms. Oswald, Coach, we thank you for coming on. And I know that you're getting things, getting back adjusted to being on campus with your athletes and everything down at Kaiser. So right now, I appreciate your time. Well, well, I mean, you know, anytime that, that I get a chance to talk about our program, our players, um, and, and things that are going on, we, we always welcome those opportunities because can't can't say enough about the things going on here at Kaiser. Speaking of that, Coach, can you give us some background information before we start about you? Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, I grew up in Berlin, Ohio. And for probably a lot of people that don't know, um, it's out in the country. It was very much Amish country. So it's, it's one of the biggest populations of, of Amish settlement that's there. No, I'm not Amish. But, um, you know, it also grew up where it was like the mecca of girls basketball uh, in, in the state of Ohio. I had the privilege of playing there and being on a couple uh, teams that went to state with a state runner-up and a state semifinalist, but then also being able to, after college, at Malone University, um, after four years, being able to coach there as well. And then being able to go from Division One to Division Two ranks uh, as an assistant and also as a head coach before coming to Kaiser University in 2015. Now, Coach, You've had a long career throughout your coaching <laughs> career. And it's kind of like one of those careers where you could talk about it and reflect on a lot of things. But before you was a college coach, you were quite the collegiate athlete. You also was inducted into the Hall of Fame at Malone. Can you share that time in your career with us? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed four years at Malone University there in Canton, Ohio. Um, you know, it was one of those things for me. Bas- basketball is a passion. Love, love the game of basketball. And not just, you know, not just playing the games, but also I think it would probably be very, very much said that, that, that I was a gym rat. Nobody had to tell me to get into the gym, to get shots up, to, to work on parts of my game. Um, and that's, that's really what the motivation and, you know, we've talked so much about players of, of right now and their motivation, their drive and how things are different. Um, you know, for me, it's, you know, it was always you, if you challenge me, if you tell me I can't do something, then I'm going to prove you wrong. And that, that was always, uh, my my motivation of always trying to be you know stretch myself and be a little bit better each time out um really enjoyed the fact i mean i never i never had really thought about the fact of you know scoring a thousand points especially especially when i didn't shoot threes i mean i mean i was post player 
And so scoring a thousand points in my career, but I think the thing that I'm probably the most proud of when it comes to that um, career of like the accolades and things would be having over a thousand rebounds in my career. Because when when it comes to rebounds, it's not, it's not like a, you know, a talent thing, athleticism, that's just a will and a drive and a, a heart to go get the basketball no matter what. And so I really take a lot of pride in the fact of that because that's just a lot of want to right there. But really enjoyed my time there at at, at Malone. The you know the teammates that I had, the teams that that were on that that I was on, just to be able to learn and grow. And you know, I think you learn so much through athletics. You know, you know it's interesting. I guess maybe I don't really you know, talking about Hall of Fame and everything, I can still remember the day that my coach called me to tell me that, that I was getting inducted. Well, you know, I never even thought about Hall of Fame and things. And she called, I mean, it was just like, you know, it's, it's when, when you don't expect it, when, when you're doing things for all the reasons, the, the right reasons, you know, good things come. And I feel like always putting that work in, putting in your extra time and effort you know, the payoffs will come. It might not be right away, but, but, you know, your, your work is not for nothing. And so, um, but yeah, yeah, it was truly a great honor just to be able to, to, to be inducted into the hall of fame, be recognized with a lot of other great athletes at Malone. And coach, I was speaking earlier and I was saying that, you know, a lot of young athletes now, um, a lot of little girls, they actually look for heroes and it's the small things that turn people into heroes sometimes. And it's the great things that make people believe that I can do it too. And when I saw that you was a hall of famer and I was like, wow, a hall of famer and a female basketball player. And I saw that you had it for rebounds. I was like, man, she had to be aggressive because (laughs) rebounds are not easy. I don't care where you play at. They're not easy. So it shows your level of competitiveness when you see that someone was a hall of famer based off rebounds and to all the little young ladies that are out there listening right now, hearing that, you know, you had the will to work and you, anytime you were challenged, you accepted it and you never sat down really without accepting the challenge or working hard because you realize like the only way you're going to really get where you want to go is by hard work. And Mm -hmm. this generation right now, that's something that's, not a lot of emphasis on hard work anymore. So to hear a coach say, hey, if you get out there and you bust your tail and you work hard as you can, you're going nine times out of ten succeed at whatever you're doing. I did it, and I'm at a Hall of Fame. So, Coach, that is a big accolade to have and also a great thing to hear someone say. Right. Well, and I just feel that so, so much with working hard, you know, you know, being ingrained, I think, you know, and I, and I tell our players all the time, cause it makes me, it actually, it makes me mad when people say, you know, it makes me mad for them of, well, this generation is entitled and, you know, you know, talking with them, I'm like, you know, that, 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 that should make you mad. That should make you want to prove people wrong. And I know, I know as a coach, it's huge, just, you know, it's no different as, 
you know, a boss, a business owner, a manager, anything like that of wanting to see people who, whether employees or people who are in place of taking initiative, taking action, seeing them see that something needs to be done and doing it without having to be told. And that's one thing, you know, you know, for me was always, my coach never had to tell me to get into the gym, never had to tell me to go to the weight room, never because those were things that I knew in order to get where I wanted to go. Those, that, that was part of the process. It might not have been, you know, the grander things and great things and the things that get noticed 24 seven. But if I just kept chipping away at it, I would get there. And that's what we try to ingrain with, with, with our players of, you know, be the person who stands out, not, not because you had just one shining moment, but because of what you consistently do that makes you stand out doing little things like taking the initiative to, to pick this up or do that without even having to be told. I think in this day and age, very few people do that. And yeah, I just think that's such an important piece that sometimes we just seem to forget about. And coach, I agree with that. Um, and like, again, again, it's the small things that equal up to large things. And when you see players that do do that though, that take that time out and do the extra steps without being told, it kind of makes you feel happy because you're like, Hey, you know what? That person's ready to work. Right. And it's a few that, you know, we look at them and we know automatically I'm going to have to work on them. But when I'm done, it's going to still be a masterpiece. Right. So, yep. Yep. I, I love that because, you know, you know, I have, I have even told, told players, you know, whether, you know, you know, I'm just going to take my little pick and my little hammer and I'm just going to keep picking away and sooner or later, you know, that, that, that moment's going to happen where, where, where they bust through. And that's, that, that to me, and I've said this ever since I've gotten started and obviously like, a paycheck. We all need money at the end of the day and everything. But to me, the rewards of coaching are so much more than the paycheck of the players. And, you know, wanting to be as a coach, be able to make an impact on young women's lives. And at the end of the day, being able, you know, the, the reward that you get when you see your players hit certain milestones, whether that's on the court, off the court, the person that they become, uh, things of that nature to me are just so much bigger than what, than what the paycheck is. And I think sometimes, you know, obviously parts of our job is about the wins and the losses. But I also think that there's wins and losses that can happen that are much bigger when it, when, when it's dealing with helping develop our players into, you know, for, for us, strong, independent young women. And any time that we're able to have our players graduate and go off into the career fields that they want to go off into, support themselves. And obviously, you know, the biggest game day for us is graduation day. And the fact that after five years here at Kaiser, uh, having 15 graduates, 100% graduation rate, and two of those also obtaining their master's, um, it's just huge. Coach, that is huge. Anytime someone could put up stats about education. I know people can put up stats about basketball yeah. per per game and, 
you know, all that. But anytime you could put up stats about education and have high numbers, that is huge, Coach. That's that's an accomplishment above all accomplishments because education is still one of the most valuable things you can obtain. So absolutely, I, I I'm an advocate for ed- education. I tell kids all the time, um, don't don't do the one and one and done. Try to do the four and go. So right, I'm huge on that. <laughs> um, and speaking of that, Coach, you're heading into your sixth year at Kaiser. Can you talk about yeah. the school and, and your basketball and the basketball program for us for a few? Sure. Yeah. I mean, um, our, our flagship campus is here in West Palm beach, Florida. Um, it's a, a beautiful, a beautiful campus, small campus. And that's, that's one thing that I love. I love to be able to connect with people, obviously, even within our athletic department and our student athletes as a whole. Um, to me, it's a very, tight-knit campus with, you know, I believe we have, I believe it's like 24 um, programs, sports on our campus, and and it's great. I love the fact, too, for our players that when it comes to, and obviously right now with the pandemic, everything's a little bit different with how classes are done, but still it's small class size. So, you know, our, our players are able to know their professors, their professors know them, to be able to have that one-on-one attention, to be able to have help if if things come up. But then I also just think from a standpoint of, you know, know, with our program, the balance that we're able to have with education, basketball, and and then personal growth as well is so important. I mean, our program, in the amount of time in five years that I've been here, Three out of the five years we've made our conference tournament. Um, we're, we're really in that phase right now here in year six of wanting to go beyond. Um, you know, the one you're having a second, uh, uh, finishing second in the conference and ready to build upon that and stretch our program a little bit more to get to that national tournament type feel. So this, you know, this year we, we had four players that graduated last year and we had a small team last year. We have all five returners, but then we also brought in 10 newcomers this year. And so it's amazing to me with even everything going on in the world right now, how close and connected our team is considering that they really did not meet in person until like August 24th. And I think, you know, as many things that have, like, not been good and obviously, uh, you know, with, with COVID and things of that nature, these Zoom calls, these ways of being able to connect, you know, more than probably what we would have normally done in a normal summer, to me, has been beneficial for, for our program of already feeling like we're already all on the same page. and early on type thing. And that's building the culture, um, you know, and building a community, which is, which is huge. You say they only been together since August and they already have built the community where they're, they're building the trust. And right. that says a lot about the head coach. That says a lot about the program. That says a lot about what you guys are, are doing down there inside of that culture. And speaking of that coach, 
at Kaiser, what do y'all look for in a student athlete? Well, I mean, obviously for us, we, we, we want our student athletes to, you know, to do well in the classroom. I mean, really, really believe if you're going to do well in the classroom, you're also going to work hard on the court as well. And so I cannot say enough of how important it is to work extremely hard in, in, in your classes and to, you know, to prepare when it comes to ACTs, SATs, but then also, you know, like on the basketball floor is looking for those players who, who are going to do a little bit extra. And, and that extra is being the person who's going to talk, who's going to communicate to, to their teammates out there on the floor. So everyone knows what's going on. The ones that are, are, are diving on the floor for, for loose balls. The ones that, um, just, just have, have, just relentless effort that that is out there. I mean, obviously, you know, yeah, yeah, the ball has to go in the bucket and things like that. But I think too is just competition. You have to be a competitor. You know, I want to see the kids who absolutely hate to lose that it sticks in their gut. And, uh, you know, that's been one thing, you know, like this past week we've had our first week of practice started this past week and, just the competitiveness and the competition level being able to see with our players has been great because it's just elevated the effort and, and the push out there uh, on the court. And so I never take that lightly, somebody's competitive drive, because that's not just a given. So someone can be somebody who you know might have a skill set, might be able, you know, obviously able to put the ball in the hoop, but depending, it's like, ah, okay, it's no big deal. I mean, I want the ones who, you know, it hurts, it hurts and they, and they want to come back just as strong as ever. And that's what we've talked about, you know, as coaches with, with our players is, you know, it, you know, we, we wanted that if we're going to get beat on a certain night, that, that, that team not only has to be better than us, but they have to not just bring their A game, but their A plus plus game. Like they're going to have to work for every single thing, and and that's you know part part of the culture, part of what you know we're we're striving for and stretching towards with with our team to take it to that next level. And coach, having those type of athletes that you know will not give up, that will work hard on the floor and in the classroom, you know, that, those are usually the most remarkable type of people to even have in your locker room and just to be around because one thing you won't have to do is worry about them on any right. end of the spectrum from book to like post up, you know, right. Um, right. you don't have to worry about them. And I think that, you know, having that kind of athlete or caliber of a student is amazing to have on your, on your team. So just know that's one of the things that Kaiser is looking for. Maybe that can help someone who's out there looking for that type of university to be a part of that has the culture that has a coach that, that is looking to help you build on upon yourself. And I see that's what you're looking for at Kaiser. Right. Right. And you know, it, it, you're right. It, it's one of those where the type of student athlete like that is also somebody who's, going to also be a leader 
in your locker room and on your team, you know, as a coach, you don't want your team just to be coach led. You want it to be player led. You want people who want to take action and want to see good things. And we talk a lot about that as well of just, you know, being somebody who, you know, is not afraid to step out a little bit and hold, hold a teammate accountable, hold themselves accountable, but also hold the teammate accountable. And that also takes, you know, a type of maturity too and, and being able to grow and learn. And, um, but I think, I think it's always, you know, great when you have those people in the locker room as well as on the court. And it's not just coaches, it's, it's their peers too. And thank you for that coach. Coach, I have one more question, and we kind of talked about it earlier. What are some of your goals you have as a coach this season? And you, you spoke about, you know, we've been doing the conference, you know, but, you know, now we're going to see if we can break the mold. And you're already, like, breaking barriers when it comes down to education with your graduation rate. So I don't, I don't know what goals you may have outside of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I just think that, you know, for – for, for our goals for the season, you know, you know, and we talked about this in our first team meeting is, you know, every, every team in America has their first meeting and they talk about, you know, being first in the conference or win this many games at home or, you know, whatever, you know, nobody's sitting there saying, well, as a team, we want to have the worst field goal percentage. We want to be like the worst, you know? And so I, you know, there's, there's things that, that we can control as players and as coaches. And, you know, you know, my, my biggest challenge then was for us just to stretch ourselves every day of being better every day than we were the day before. And, to, you know, being committed to doing a little bit more um, to get us there. And so, you know, you know we've done with watching film, whether it's offensively or defensively and doing a lot of talking about the fact of, I mean, obviously as a coach, we, we repeat a lot of things. We point out a lot of things, but also responsibility for our, for our players is to listen to that, hear that, see that on film and then try each day to make it a little bit less, take it in, be a little bit better, whether it's getting in the help side defense, whether it's, you know, following the driver uh, on the dribble drive, you know, whatever it may be, um, just to be better than what we were before. That's one thing that we can control is the effort level and, and how we come in and how we take the game plan and the action and put it out there on the court. But, I mean, even more so, I feel like right now in, in our, you know, in our world is, you know, there's so much going on right now. And we've had those conversations with our players um, uh, because I mean, our play, our, our team is a melting pot. I mean, I mean, we have, you know, players from Portugal and Argentina and Sweden. Uh, we have, you know, black African American, white, you know, we have Haitian descent, Puerto Rican descent, Cuban descent. Um, and, you know, as a coach, I mean, you know, I also tell them in the recruiting process, like that's part of the education in and of itself is coming together as a team, but learning each other's backgrounds 
and understanding where each other comes from because at the end of the day, you know, there's a lot of things that as people and as human beings bigger that is bigger than basketball and, and understanding that. And so, uh, as you know, another big goal is just the impact, not only that, like I have on my players, but also, I mean, I learned something from them every single day and to make, to make myself and my coaching staff a better person. And, yeah, I would be remiss just to try to just keep it all about on the basketball court because there's so many things that what we do as coaches that 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 is so much bigger. And I never want a player to come and feel that they can't be genuine and be themselves type of thing. But, I mean, every player knows that we're going to work hard, we're going to come in, you know, it's, kind of like that, that, that saying, you know, I talked to him about in practices, you know, we do it right. We go light, we do it wrong. We go long. <laughs> and, you know, and that's something that, that, that we embrace. It's not just what's up there on the clock, but how hard we're going to go and what, and, and what we're going to get done to make us better. Well, Pam, I like that. And I, I like the way you, your philosophy works, you know, understanding, Hey, we come from all types of places, but if we can do one thing together and come together and do it at a high level, then that that's the impact that spreads around the nation because, you know, anytime that you can put a group of people together and everybody can do one thing together, that's what I call amazing. Right. amazing. And right. for you to have that kind of impact on your players the way you're able to, you know, understand, hey, we're going to be amazing but we're also going to be individuals. But when we come together, we're going to be some amazing individuals. So I like that, Miss Pam. And, you know, this year at Kaiser, I wish Kaiser the best and much success. Um, I thank you for coming on to Underscout It. Well, thank you very much. I've definitely enjoyed being, being on your program. And you better make sure that at least you're able to see a game. If we don't have any fans, you're going to have to catch us on live stream. Hey, I, I will get your schedule from you, and I will live okay. stream the game. That would be great. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. We would like to give a thank you to our sponsors, Magalia Watches, Keeper Time in Sports, and Maria Adorno, Realtor of La Rosa Realty, helping families open doors to their dream homes. <laughs>